I'm Sienna. Oh no, I missed it. Okay, go ahead. Hey, I'm Sienna. And I'm Madison. And you're listening. <laughs> hey, I'm Sienna. And I'm Madison. <laughs> I'm yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sienna. And I'm Madison. And you're listening to the Just a Person podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just a Person podcast, a show that explores life's highs, lows, and in-betweens. I'm Madison, and today we're talking to my friend that you may also know as the co-host of this podcast, Sienna. Sienna shares her experience living with anxiety, including being diagnosed, having to go to the hospital, finding the courage to seek help, and dealing with your symptoms while still creating the life you want. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Hello. Hey. So today our special guest is Sienna. (laughs) <laughs> taking taking on the role of guest instead of co-host <laughs> are you excited uh actually yes i am excited but i'm also very nervous so it's weird being on the other side of it for sure yeah it is but i think it's good to know kind of especially it might help us relate to how our guests are feeling possibly all right so on this show what we do first is we ask a question out of a hat when we're we're all going to answer it okay Okay, I'm ready. What is the craziest goal on your bucket list? Oh, goodness. I think, okay, I don't really have a specific bucket list yet. I've been kind of like, I have some ideas, but I think my craziest goals in general have to do with like traveling. Like I want to go to like every continent. I just want to hit like, I don't want to go to every country, but probably as many as possible. So I feel like that's a pretty like ambitious goal but I well, I would like to see like the majority of the world before I die like there's so much out there that is very ambitious but I think that'd be really cool yeah I guess a lot of mine has to do with traveling but I really want to drive well okay my family went on a trip in an RV once and it took forever because you have to go like kind of slow on the highway and stuff but I have a goal of driving from like Maine through the whole country to the other side that's Awesome. I would love to do that. Oh, and me and Madison have a goal that we want to walk across the country. So I would say that's pretty, that's pretty ambitious, dude. We've been talking about that for a few years now. I'm still down. We haven't brought that up in a while, but for the record. Yeah, that's true. That could be our craziest goal. We want to pull the Mike Posner and walk across the country or maybe even the world. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so cool. And I want to through hike a lot of the trails. So I want to do like the Appalachian and like all of those. So that's kind of ambitious too. Big walking goals around here. Yeah, we both prefer our feet for transportation purposes. Yes, I say all the time my favorite form of transportation is my legs. So now that we got that out of the way, um, (laughs) why don't we talk a little bit about what you were like as a kid? Okay, do you want that in like the context of the episode or just in general? Just in general. Okay, as a kid, I think I was a really good kid, like especially like when I was younger. I was told I was a great baby, if that counts. I didn't cry, never got upset, really just a good baby. As a kid, I think I was pretty good too. I guess in context of the episode, I was like kind of like a rule follower. I didn't, I never got in trouble. I was like a good student. I always wanted to do well. And I really just like strive to like be a good kid. I guess you could say that was like mainly like my elementary school years. 
middle school a lot definitely changed I no longer was like that at all I would say I was still a good kid but eh, I was pretty moody in middle school and then high school I feel like was average and now as an adult I don't know I guess that's not really the question anymore but my childhood if we're talking about that I would say it was really good really normal like I played a lot of sports um yeah I had fun me I have an older sister two years two years older than me so we were really close we hung out and played together all the time and then I have a little sister that I'm really close with so I definitely like spent a lot of time with my family and I've I had a good time what age were you when you first kind of noticed that you had symptoms of anxiety or what were some of those signs and symptoms I didn't actually like realize that what I had was anxiety probably until middle school, high school age. But looking back in hindsight, I definitely experienced it as a kid. I just didn't know it. So like as a kid, I was always very nervous and shy. I had a really hard time with like new things. None of that ever came easy for me. And then another thing that I remember doing is, you know, I went to like a private school and I used to have to wear like a sweater. So I wore sweater every day and I used to chew on it so I would have holes in all of my sweaters and I didn't think anything of it but I remember one time I was I went to my teacher's desk and I was asking her a question I was in third grade and I must have been chewing on it and she was like are you like scared right now like am I making you like nervous and I was like no I was confused why she had asked me that but looking back I did that all the time I think I just said that because almost like how people might like tap their foot it was just one of my like habits to kind of like help me feel more calm and I definitely was anxious as a kid but I don't think I really it didn't really get super severe you could say until more so end of middle school beginning of high school what was happening that made it seem worse basically I guess I had like a lot of symptoms I feel like this is kind of weird because I don't come off this way like did you, I guess before I did this episode did you even know I had anxiety no I had I mean I've lived with you for two years we've been friends for a little while and I had no idea until you brought it up that this was something that you wanted to talk about. It is kind of shocking because you're just so like relaxed. You're pretty easygoing. Not that people that have anxiety can't be that way, obviously, but you never said anything. You never did anything that made me think that you would be that you would have anxiety. But then then you said you've had it for your whole life, which I guess makes a little more sense because you're used to it. But like, I you know, I would have never guessed. Yeah, see, I think that's so weird because I think most people who know me would never guess. I feel like most people describe me as like easygoing, chill, which I am. But I would say my anxiety has always has been pretty severe. And I really just like don't I don't know, like I'm pretty good at just like not showing it. But I guess around that time, um, some main things. Well, basically, I was just always like constantly like fearful of like everything. Like I couldn't be home alone when I was that age. Like that was like genuinely like a problem was my parents would have to like stay home or like I would just freak out like anytime if I'd be home alone for like an hour I couldn't do it I just was I was so scared of everything even I had like stretches of time where like I would couldn't even like leave the house like I was just stuck doing nothing um I always thought I was in the middle of dying all the time that was like a daily basis just thought that would happen and it was just hard to even like function at that point and then what really like set it off was one night and this had been going on for years but one night was a lot worse than like other nights and some of the symptoms I experienced too was I would go on numb my hands and like legs would tingle 
my face would tingle. I wouldn't be able to breathe. And it wasn't like a lot of people think like panic attack. It wasn't a panic attack. It was similar symptoms to a panic attack, but that was just how it feel for hours. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like a five minute here and then it's gone. It was just kind of a long spread out. So that was very normal for me to feel all of these symptoms. I would get palpitations in my heart. It was hard for me to know whether I had, I guess, like an actual, like something wrong with me medically. Like physically? Yes, because I felt these symptoms that were so real and so consistent and so I didn't know if I actually had something wrong with me or if it was just my mind playing tricks on me and so that lasted for years and I always would go like back and forth and I would always convince myself like something was really wrong obviously when you can't feel your hands and they're numb I feel like it's natural to just like I would just spiral and assume the worst and be like okay well I'm dying right now like this is it like whatever and I would literally think I was dying multiple times a week like truly like death and I would just like panic but one time I think I was in like a freshman in high school and like I said I had been experiencing this for a few years at this point but it was really bad like I couldn't feel anything I've been feeling that way like pretty consistently for a few days just like on and off just like numbness um couldn't breathe well really really like scary symptoms and it was like pretty late at night and I didn't know what to do I was panicking and I didn't want to go to bed because I thought like I was going to die and I was just sitting in my living room and I like kind of told my mom I was like mom like I don't like feel good like I don't know what's wrong with me and I hadn't really brought any of this up prior just because I didn't want to seem like crazy because part of me knew it was my anxiety but part of my brain would also convince me it was like something actually wrong with me but I at this point I like genuinely didn't know what it was I was like I don't know what to do like I can't feel anything like my heart's being weird I can't breathe and so she had to take me to the emergency room and then while I was there they did a bunch of tests and everything came back fine and then that's when they were kind of like you're fine and you're healthy and it's just anxiety I don't think they diagnosed me but I went to my family care physician and he was the one who finally diagnosed me that was when I started taking medication so that was I guess like the main symptoms I experienced I wasn't really like living every day was just so hard I couldn't do anything I definitely was relieved when I did start being able to like take medication because I wanted to not feel like that and to feel better when you said that you were having these things and you thought it was just your anxiety were you this whole time thinking you had anxiety or you're just thinking like oh something's coming up I'm anxious about it that must be what this is I guess part of my anxiety specifically is me thinking it's not anxiety but it's real that's what's happening to me is like real and not because of my anxiety which I think is one of the main problems I have So my logical side of my brain would be like, you're a healthy 15 year old. Clearly this isn't happening to you. And second of all, this has been happening to you for years. So if something was wrong, it would have happened. And so part of me knew I was okay, but even like the stronger, more emotional, like reactive side of me didn't think it was my anxiety causing it and thought I was something was actually going wrong in the moment, if that makes sense. As you're getting older and it's getting worse, was there something that was making it worse or you just think it was just kind of like evolving because you had had it for so long? I think part of what made it worse for me is just I think when you're younger, you just tend to be less fearful because you're less aware. 
And I think as I got older, I was more exposed to bad things happening in the world. And so it just felt like so unavoidable. And so I think just kind of as I got older, I realized that like these type of things do happen more so than I would have realized as like an eight-year-old. And so I think it really made me even more scared of everything. And then you said that you used to chew on your sweater. As things got worse, did you have other coping mechanisms that you started using to deal with it? My main thing that I did and still do is avoidance. As you probably know, like I do tend to avoid people, things. That's kind of my go-to because a lot of times it's just too much to even like deal with it. So I think what I really did, which was not beneficial at all, was I just would avoid situations. Another thing I do is I usually wear hoodies and stuff. And one, it's comfortable, but two, it just helps me feel like a bit more safe, you could say, which is kind of weird. But I normally don't wear t-shirts. I feel uncomfortable when I do. I like to be, I really like to just wear hoodies. But I would say like, day to day I avoided I didn't like driving I wouldn't do things unless like I had to do it and even then I would find a way to not do it like I just didn't want to do anything do you have more anxiety about social situations or because you don't seem like the type of person that if I were to say something to you whatever it is that you were gonna like sit and think about it and worry about what other people are thinking do you have that kind of thing or is it just social social situations yeah so if somebody like makes a comment to me I'm not the type to like go home and like be really upset by it and like that more so if I'm going out and meeting new people I would definitely get extremely anxious and for a while I just wouldn't. As I said, I just wouldn't go out and meet new people. I wouldn't hang out with people because I just, it wasn't worth it to me. And so as I've gotten older, I kind of forced myself to do that because obviously that wasn't the type of life I wanted to live. So it's definitely still hard for me when I meet new people. I'm better at meeting people in like small situations. Like when I met you, you were the only new person I was meeting and I already knew another person there. So it's pretty easy for me to like talk to you. Whereas if I'm the new person with a bunch of people I don't know, I wouldn't have that same confidence at all. And I would A, avoid it or B, not really speak. Like I wouldn't be able to just like meet a new group and put myself out there. Um, so then when you went from high school to college, that's obviously a very big change. What do you feel like by the time you got to college, you had a better handle on it? Or was it like just completely terrifying? So I had stopped taking my medication I think before I started college so while I was taking it in high school I started to feel better and then I wanted to get off of it because another thing I don't like doing is taking medication there's basically anything you can think of I don't want to do it that's just my natural reaction to it and it's all because of my anxiety which is like weird but it dictates so much of my life and so much what I do and don't do and I think for me it's so normal and for other people it's just who I am they don't even realize realize why I'm making these decisions but for me I know why and it's because I you know I have an anxiety disorder and it kind of sucks because it is so like normal for me and it's stupid how much it affects what I do but I had stopped taking my medication I know before I was coming into college and at that time I know my senior year of high school was a really really bad year for me 
And then I know my freshman year of college was also a really, really bad year for me in terms of anxiety. I was getting panic attacks all the time, um, just constant anxiety, constantly not being able to breathe, that constant numb, tingling feeling. I couldn't eat any food. Yeah, just all the symptoms I had been experiencing that kind of came back once I stopped taking my medication. At that point, it felt like I'd been dealing with this for four or five years now, like pretty severely. and. I definitely wasn't happy with any of that. So yeah, going to college wasn't great. During your freshman year, your sophomore year, did it start to get better? Yeah, so I would actually say, so my senior year of high school was really bad. My freshman year when I started, it was really bad. I would start to say by the end of my freshman year, it actually got a lot better. And I think part of it was that I liked being around, well, I liked having people like living with people. I think that made me feel um, a lot more safe having like a roommate in my room. So if something did go wrong, somebody would be there to call 911 because at this point I was still thinking very like chaotically and thinking things were happening to me all the time. And so I would always try to remind myself, I've been feeling this way for years. Nothing's wrong. If something was going to happen, it would have happened already. So I think that really ended up helping me. And then also that was kind of the time I broke up with my boyfriend. And I think that also really ended up helping me a lot too, because before he was kind of like a crutch. And so when I first broke up with him, it was really hard because I had to deal with all of that by myself. Like before I would text him and be like, I don't feel good. I don't do if I was like panicking, I would have somebody to like go to. And then it kind of turned into like, I did not feel comfortable telling like a random new person like, hi, like I'm seeing I think I'm going to die. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to sound crazy. And I didn't tell my family that. So it was I just kind of learned to deal with it on my own, which I think is definitely one of the most helpful things that I've ever done. So I think kind of by the end of that year and like starting sophomore year, I felt a lot more confident and I think it really benefited me that I didn't rely on somebody else to help me through it and that I just like dealt with it and eventually it got easier you could say. So do you think that your relationships and your environment affect it a lot or is it mostly just how you choose to deal with it? I think your relationships and environment can affect it a lot because like I said, for me, being alone physically can be a trigger. Also, I don't think just being in a new environment and different relationships, I still have anxiety. You know what I mean? It doesn't go away. It might make it easier to manage, but I guess it doesn't like cure it or anything like that. We talked about this a little bit before, but like the difference between just being anxious and having anxiety is that if you're anxious, it's it's like brought on by something and having anxiety, it doesn't always mean that. Yeah. And I feel like everybody, I would say, experiences anxiety, but just because you experience anxiety doesn't mean you have an anxiety disorder, you know, because there are just like differences in your brain and for people with an anxiety disorder it's a lot more persistent um, intense and it's usually to the point where you can't like function normally whereas somebody who's experiencing just anxiety they might experience it for an hour and then still be able to go on with their day it doesn't like completely debilitate them so that's a huge difference yeah it's not something that you deal with every single day it's just something that comes around every once in a while Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in an anxious situation, you might feel it, or you might just kind of feel it randomly. Like people just get anxious sometimes. And no, I mean, that's fine. But it's definitely, in my opinion, a huge, huge difference. I think another thing that's surprising is that since you've graduated, you are just you just want to like move around and travel and meet new like meet new people, which I think is another reason why it's surprising that you have this. 
Yes. So I would say right now is definitely probably the best I've felt in my entire life. It's still hard, but it's definitely a lot more manageable. And I think that's because right now I'm back on medication and I'm on it like a stronger dose. So I definitely think that has helped also just like um, therapy and stuff has helped. But for so many years of my life, I felt like it was just horrible. Like it was horrible for so long. And you get to a point where you're so sick of living that way. It doesn't even matter now how scared I am. Like I don't ever want to have that life again. And so now that I'm doing things and I'm realizing it's okay and like I'm going to be okay while I do it, it's kind of encouraged me to continue doing those things, if that makes sense. Like I just don't want to have anxiety dictate my life for like another day. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just sick of that and I know it's easier obviously to say than do so it's still something I it's still really hard for me but I know in the end it's worth it and I want I know what I want to get out of life and I don't want to live my life in complete regret never leaving never doing anything just because I was too scared I think when you deal with something for so long and you get to the point where you know that you can treat, like maybe you can't fix it, but you can treat it it's like you will do anything no matter how hard it is to kind of fix or make it better because it's hard to live and treat things, but it's harder to like just sit around and never live your life because you're miserable. Yes. Yeah. That's basically, I would say how I felt because for so many years, I like stopped it from letting, even in college, I would say I didn't really do the things I wanted to do out of, because of my anxiety. So now I'm definitely learning to just do them anyways. So yeah. I respect that. Thanks. Now that you're not in college, I know college was pretty stressful for you. You had a lot going on all the time, like with school and stuff. Do you Has it changed again now that you're in a new phase of life? Well, like I said, I think since I've st- I started taking medication again my senior year of college, and I think since I've been on this new dose, it has helped a lot. And so I feel like since kind of started that, things have been a lot better for me. Right now, because of COVID, I'm mainly home all the time so I'm not really doing much and my family's usually home yeah I guess right now I'm feeling good I would say it's more due to my medication than anything I'm really doing because I have a feeling if I were to get off of it I would start having those very intrusive thoughts again but right now due to that due to the medication I'm taking that's kind of been calmed down a lot do you have any advice for people that think they have anxiety or know that they have anxiety? Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to go get help and get treatment. I feel like for me, I went through it for so long and I didn't want to like be a burden to anyone and I didn't want to seem like crazy and like it was just like an awkward conversation for me, especially since I don't talk about a lot of stuff to like have to bring it up to my parents since I was still in high school and I needed them to like go to the doctors and stuff but I feel like I suffered for so many years when I didn't have to and I definitely wish I would have gotten help earlier and I guess to me that'd be the biggest just because one medication might not work you can do different dosages which might help you can try different medications there's so many different types you can take and so some of them you might get like bad side effects and it might seem like it's not worth continuing because that happened to me a few times I would take something that would throw up and it would make me really sick I would get brain zaps what are brain zaps when I would start taking it my brain they would literally feel like electrical like zaps kind of yeah so those weren't fun 
I guess the worst part of it was that I would throw up like a lot when I first started I would get so nauseous but I personally just continued taking it anyways because at that point I knew I needed it and I'd taken it before and it really helped me so even though I was experiencing side effects they only lasted like a week or so and I was willing to obviously put up with those side effects for a week if it meant feeling like a human but yeah I guess my biggest thing would be to get help sooner like you don't need to suffer and you can get treatment and it can be more manageable and I guess like don't don't give up on yourself because a lot of times it kind of feels hopeless and like if you're in a really dark place it can be hard to think like this is how my life is going to be forever and to know that like even if things are hard now they can get better and just not to give up like to go instead of giving up go to therapy try different medications and eventually like you will find something that works for you and I think just not being scared to like ask for help I mean I don't have anxiety um for for my own per like everything you just said I really felt that <laughs> it's like you don't need to like suffer you can just like ask for help like you spend so much time suffering because you don't want to like be a burden like you said but if you would just say something once then like it could be fixed you don't need to waste your life mm-hmm. yeah I think that's the hardest part is like finding the courage to just like say something you you need to like do it for yourself like no matter how uncomfortable it is like you deserve to feel healthy and normal and yeah you don't your life doesn't need to be how it is like you can get better and so just to not give up and to know that thanks so much for being on our show (laughs) thanks for having me this was I don't know kind of fun to talk about but also kind of weird considering I don't talk about it a lot basically ever this is probably a lot of new information you would say yeah I think I definitely I mean I would say we were like pretty good friends and I had no idea so yeah I don't think any of my friends from high school or college would have any idea that I even have anxiety it's not something I talk about like at all like okay so then when this comes out and people see it do you think everyone will just be shocked to hear that this is like how you feel on the inside um probably yeah which to me seems weird because to me it's so normal like I'm not shocked obviously people might be I think the people I've met later in life another thing okay I feel like when you know somebody for so long and they have a certain image of you it's weird to go against it so for me like I'm kind of I'm not associated with having anxiety so it's weird to just like view this all out but I feel like people I meet now in life I'm a lot more comfortable talking about it because they don't have like any preconceived ideas about me and who I am. And I think when you're around people that are very open about their like um, mental health struggles, it kind of gives you room to be like more open and share and to know that you're not crazy. I think that's another thing. Know that you're not completely insane, crazy, and that, you know what I mean? It's just unfortunate, I guess, that that's how your brain is, but you're not crazy. Because so many times I felt like I was just... A complete psychopath, I guess. (laughs) Do you think you don't talk about it because you feel like there's not room to talk about it or you just don't talk about it because you've been living with it for so long? It's just like, it's just a part of things and you feel like you don't need to bring it up. Yeah, I guess I mainly don't like to bring it up because a lot of times I don't like to talk about the symptoms I experienced. Even kind of what I went over on the podcast is more of like a PG version, I feel like. So I don't really want to get into a lot of times like, what it was like it's kind of just 
a lot and I feel like most of the time at least for me who I'm with there's really no reason to just like start talking about that and it makes me feel kind of just like weird being like oh yeah like I have all this stuff like you know it just kind of seems uncomfortable for me to talk about especially if the people I'm with at the moment haven't gone through something similar at all and they're just gonna think I'm kind of weird you know and like it just seems kind of extreme just to drop but I feel like just surrounding yourself with people who do understand makes it a lot easier because like knowing like I feel like I've read like books or just like reading other people's experiences I've been like oh my goodness like that has these type of thoughts that definitely helps me a lot but I, I do think that there is some space for people to talk about it it really just depends on who you're by and just like continuing to talk about it helps so it's something I, I would say I'm working on yeah and I think sometimes things are so complex and if someone doesn't understand it's like I can't like it will take me too long I don't want to like relive all of this if you don't if you're not going to really understand. Yeah. I guess plus for me, I don't want to feel like I have to like prove. I feel like if I told a lot of people, especially in my friend group, that I have anxiety, they wouldn't get it because I don't come across like that. And it's not something I want to either feel like they don't believe or that when I say I have anxiety, it's just like, oh yeah, I get anxious and I don't want to have to like prove and talk about all the various ways that I experience it. So it's just not important. Like the only time I really would bring it up is if I was clearly having some sort of like attack and I kind of, I would just be like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Like, you know what I mean? But for besides that, I don't want to have to like justify my disorder like to anyone. Yes, I understand. Okay. Well, once again, thanks again for being on the show. <laughs> yes. Taking time out of your day. Thanks for having me. I look forward to having you back as the host in the future. Yes, I'm excited to be a co-host again. <laughs> so I'll be back next week. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much again to Sienna for being a guest on the show today. I had a great time talking to you. If you have a story you want to personally share on the show or want us to read on air, find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at JustAPersonPod or send us an email at JustAPersonPod at gmail.com. We'll see you next Monday for another new episode.